0: Welcome to The Career Blueprint, where we step into endless actionable career advice and insights. With your host, Sandra, tune in and empower the growth of your professional journey. Welcome to the Career Blueprint, and this is another episode with Chikomo. I believe you all liked our previous episode with him, and then you asked for a series on how to navigate leadership as a career. And uh, in today's episode, we're going to be covering the art of effective communication for career growth. I hope you guys are ready. So I'll let him introduce himself one more time. And
1: um, thank you very much. Um, it's uh, it's good to be back again and uh, to be talking about this wonderful. Topic of uh, of leadership. I have to introduce myself again, maybe. <laughs> yes, so, yes, my name is Charlene President Chikomo from uh, Zimbabwe, right. and I run an organization called uh, Juice Leadership Initiative, yeah. which is um, an organization that seeks to bridge the gap between schools and communities, focusing on leadership and entrepreneurship, but also just reimagining um, education. I love talking about leadership. Uh, mm. I love talking about education mm. and I love writing as well. Yeah. So it's good to be back.
0: Right. So um, I personally have learned a lot from Chikomo in terms of leadership. Um, well, I believe you all are also going to learn so many things from him. And uh, as we keep on doing these episodes, I believe um, you also can give us like uh, comments and then tell us what do you want us to tackle yeah. with him? What questions would you like him to answer? And yes, we are here to serve you. So my very first question is, why is effective communication a crucial skill for career growth, particularly in leadership roles?
1: Yeah, uh, first of all, I think that's, that's a very good question. Um, but what we must be able to understand before even we start answering that question is the fundamental aspect that when we are talking about leadership, right, we are talking about working with people. I think most of the time as young leaders or even executive leaders, one of the biggest mistake we make is to think that leadership is impact and we focus so much on the goals, forgetting that that impact is actually done by people. So the moment you understand that you are actually leading people and you're actually doing it with the people, you realize that you're not doing it with stones. So definitely feelings are involved, uh, communication is involved and you must understand that To be able to work with people, the most fundamental aspect is actually communication. So when we say effective communication. Remember, we are not talking about effective public speaking or effective writing. Communication means more than the words you say. Communication means more than the email you write. Communication means more than the things that you you talk about. So when we are talking about communication, when we're talking about effective communication, I just want to mention and highlight uh, these few things that I want people also to be aware of. Number one, we talk about the environment under which communication is happening. Right, let's take for example, you are in a meeting and you say, Am I doing well? You realize that some people are not that outspoken to actually tell you your mistakes until maybe you send a survey that is anonymous so that they can be able to gather the confidence to say it. So, effective communication has to do with the environment under which people are communicating. Is it an environment that allows people to express themselves? Is it an environment that allows truth to prevail? Is it an environment where people um, feel empowered to speak out? And number two, the message that you are sharing is also part of effective communication. What is really the message that you are sharing as a person? And then number three, understanding of the audience. Who are you talking to? At what time? Why are you talking to them? And how do you have to talk to them and then number four is also to look into what is your what is your expected outcome so in conclusion I would just say whenever human beings are involved communication is involved and when we talk about effective communication it's not public speaking it's not writing it's Mm -hmm. much more than that it's the audience you are talking to it's the environment you are talking in it's the expected outcome and the general understanding of what exactly you want to achieve
0: yeah, awesome. Uh, I agree with you. Actually, um, there's this thing I was talking about on the um, another, another channel, Early yeah. Unlocked. Yeah. I was telling people that um, communication is generally you relaying your message effectively. Mm. So imagine if you you were acting like you're either deaf or you're blind, you cannot mm. convey a message. So mm. you think you're actually um, you're capable. You mm. you have your senses active, mm-hmm. but then at the point you realize that you're actually not conveying a <clears throat> message really mm. well. So you're equivalent to someone blind mm. or someone uh, deaf, mm. who cannot say something that reaches to the other person wow. the way you want to wow. do it.
1: Wow! <laughs> I, I actually love that, because you know, there's something that you just said, um, yeah. deaf and blind. I think it's also important, because when we say communication, yeah. most times we focus on what we say. Yeah. And are we listening? Mm. So it's again, listening is part of communication, because you know what you say let's learn about communication we normally focus on what we want to say but are we also listening because communication has to be two ways right to you and to them but then most of the time you realize that we declare our audience empty buckets that just needs to be filled by what we want to say but we rarely listen and that's why i think in business or in leadership as well the more we don't listen you realize that people are not inspired to do what we want them to do because their views are not reflected in what we do. We just want their labor, but we don't want them to participate in decision-making and also trust. It just goes. You can't trust somebody who just talks to you every day. And then, and then when you are angry, they then say, feel free to say what you want. No, why do I have to be angry to feel free? You should have included me from the beginning. So I think that's, that's powerful.
0: Indeed. So, um, well i want to dive into the next question mm-hmm. but before i do that i want to ask you yeah would you tell us the difference between being assertive mm-hmm. while communicating and mm-hmm. o- actually also okay the, there are two types of being assertive mm-hmm. there is root assertive and there is just effective assertive mm-hmm. would you talk a little bit about assertiveness and how mm-hmm. it can be effective in communication uh,
1: I- I, I don't know what exactly you mean by assertive. Maybe if you can define it a little bit and I get more context on what you're talking about.
0: Okay. Um, I'll, I think I'll hint back to what you just said yeah. a, li- a little bit yeah. earlier about trying to feed people your opinion. Yeah. Uh, thinking of them as a bucket where you have to put things. Yeah. So when I say being assertive is something that our generation especially mm-hmm. has grown to have. Mm-hmm. So you think that you have to have... Um, you have to be um literally okay, I don't know how to phrase this. Yeah. Let me let me think well. So you think you you have to be rude or you have to make sure the other person understands your opinion. Yeah. Just because we are all opinionated and we do not know what is the limit of where we have to stop. So you can end up being rude to the person, which is where rude assertiveness come in yeah. and or you can either be uh assertive in a in a way that yeah. maybe you're, you're setting a boundary yeah. or you're doing like something you're trying to convey a message that you want it to be taken the way it is. So um uh, my question again is would you tell us okay is there a way we can make sure that we're not assertively rude or we're just as effectively communicating but assertive.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I think I think I always say this, right? You need to understand the difference between saying and talking. Right. right. So saying is, let's say you want to come to me and there's what you want to say. This is something inside of you that you want me to understand. Mm-hmm. And then talking is the expression of that which you want to say. Have you ever realized that there are some leaders who talk too much mm-hmm. but say very little? I agree. Like a person talks for two hours and you're just like, what are you really trying to say? So I think one thing we have to understand is there is what we say inside of us. And then when we talk, we express it. But more than we just want to be heard of what we think or what we want, we also need to understand that the other person is standing in a certain position that might make them believe in something different from what you want to tell them. So more than you just being rude and saying, I have to be heard, I have to make a point. It is also important to ask yourself if they are not hearing you why are they not hearing you? Are they not hearing you because they don't want to? Or there's somewhere where they cannot actually see the light in what you're talking about, right? Uh, I, remember, I remember when I was, um, when I was um, at home in the village, uh, so I was more like the person in charge of the other kids, right? So sometimes they come and they say, I want, I want a sweet, right? Buy me sweets right now. And you are trying to tell them, we don't have money. They, they can't understand it. They just think they have to eat sweet anytime they want it. Yeah. And if you don't give them, they cry. Yeah. So it's your responsibility as the elder to make sure that sm- slowly but surely you teach them, you know what, that sweet you are eating is sweet and is nice, but we actually buy it. And every time you cry, this is the amount of money we need to spend. Um, and sometimes we don't have it. And those tweets are not ours. If we don't pay, we'll end up becoming a problem in the community until they actually understand it. To the extent that when you want to pass your point, they will definitely be understanding. So I think rudeness is not the way. I think we need to be effective even in our sessions in the sense that to always understand People are standing somewhere, and not always are they going to understand us. Not because they don't want to, but sometimes they are just seated on the other side of the pedestal that might not make them see the light in what we want to say.
0: So, um, what are the fundamental principles of persuasive and influential communication for leaders?
1: Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't I don't know if I'm going to give you you know the textbook fundamentals but let me let me maybe talk about what I've also practiced and I've seen working. I think first of all the way persuasion I always tell my students that to persuade is different from informing, right? If I want to inform you about this podcast, I will just tell you about it, but if I want you to follow and like this podcast, there's a way I have to do it in a persuasive manner. So, number 1, I would say understanding the message that you want to pass. You know, a lot of leaders, if you look at, for example, some of the greatest speakers, let's just say, dr martin luther king jr you realize that the moment you say martin luther king jr you already understand his fight against racism the moment you say nelson mandela you already understand his love for a fight against apartheid in south africa the moment you say let's just say uh let's take another leader like 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 who um or let's just take uh, uh Shuma Amanda, you understand her fight on feminism and and and, and so forth so A great speaker or a great communicator is one who has a narrative. What exactly is the message you want to share with the world? That is the most fundamental thing. Why? Because usually in communication, many people are taught how to speak, how to stand in front of the public, how to write, and how to do things. But at the end of the day, what they like is a product. They don't have the message. So they are like well packaged for nothing. No. I'm sure if you go to Simba Supermarket mm-hmm. and you pick a glass of, you no, know, maybe a bottle of oil yes. and it's well packaged with the Simba brand on it, yes. and then you find out there's nothing inside, you won't be impressed. Of course. Uh, the impression, or you go to a food uh, shop and they package that um, uh, take away very well, and you reach a woman, you find there's nothing. You may be impressed along the way, mm-hmm. but when you get there, that's why you see some speakers embrace people before they start speaking, or embrace people, by the moment they open their mouth to speak. You know, life travels faster than sound. So what I just want to say is, first thing, have a clear message. What is it that you want to share with the world? The how and other things will definitely come if the message is clear. Exactly. That is number one. And then number two is understanding of the audience. You see, let's say, for example, I want to talk about reimagining education in Rwanda. How I talk about it to the students... It's not the same way I'll talk about it to the president. It's not the same way I'll talk about it to the parents, but it's the same product. So when you understand the audience, you understand what to share and how to share it with them. For example, if you want to attract the youth, you know, it has to be a bit fun to attract them. If you want to attract the scientists, it has to have statistics and data to actually back up with evidence of what you want to talk about. So underst- message, message, understanding of the audience. And then number three, there is what we call humanizing the message. Right. You see, you are not speaking to donkeys. You are not speaking to stones. You are speaking to humans. And one of the best ways to do that is to share stories. I'll give you an example of President Barack Obama, for example. You, if you go on YouTube and watch the speech that made him president, it starts like this. My presence on this stage is unlikely. My father was born in Kenya he came to America as a slave because he wanted this discreet America, blah, 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 blah. And then he took his own story and gave it as an example of the stories of the American people. Yeah. So you, you realize that when Barack Obama shared this story, everybody felt like they are part of that story because we are human beings. We have feelings, we have stories, we have experiences. And the moment, or let me give you an example. Let's say, for example, I am... I'll allow me to share this. It can be a little bit long, but I'll ask for your patience. Let's say I'm going to pitch yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm pitching for money to build a hospital. Yeah. And I go and I say, hi, how are you? I'm from, I'm from Zimbabwe. My name is Charlene Chikom, mm-hmm. And the doctor to patient ratio in this country is very high. Uh, it's one is to 12,000. Um, uh, uh, one doctor is to 12,000 patients. And because of that, a lot of people are not receiving medication and they are dying. I'm asking for $20,000 or if I say, ladies and gentlemen, meet Ikirezi, a young girl from Zimbabwe who is suffering from three incurable diseases. Because of this, she's supposed to visit the hospital three times a month. Unfortunately, the nearest hospital is 100 kilometers away from her home. So every time she wants to visit the hospital with her parents, they have to spend a minimum of $50 just to go and another $50 to come back. Unfortunately, her parents are unemployed and they live on less than a dollar per day. For them to raise a minimum of $40, it takes them a minimum of nine months. Because of this, they've not been visiting the hospital on time. I'm even worried that by the time I finish this speech, Ikirezi might not be alive. But what I know for sure is that even if I find her dead, what I know is that she will rest in peace knowing very well I'm fighting for something that will protect the lives of so many girls. Because this is not just a story of Ikirezi, a story of so many people in our country, our young people who are going through this, mis- this problem. And when she gets to the hospital, she finds there's a long queue of people who are also waiting to receive the same service. And most of the days, she goes there and she doesn't receive medication she comes back after spending a lot of money how about we build a hospital closer to your home a hospital that will attend to her on time and at a lower cost because here i'm not asking for twenty thousand dollars i'm here to ask for the lives of our young girls and this country being young as it is this is the future of our country let's say you let's say you are the investor which one are you going to invest in
0: definitely The second one.
1: The second one, right. Yeah. And you know why you're investing in the second one? It's not because it's different. Yeah. But this one is more human. The other one was statistics.
0: It's relatable. It's
1: relatable. Yeah. You can even start picturing the game. Mm. Why? The more we humanize our message, we relate with people, the more we... Put the human feeling to our message. We relate with people, and that is something that we always need to know. And then the last, the the the, the, the last thing is what I would just like to call um, understanding of um, uh, 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 the 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 audience and time. That is that is very very important. There are so many messages today which fail to. Um, to to, to a very unfertile ground, not because they are not good. They are good, but they were just shared to the wrong people. And when you do that, communication for impact fails. You communicate, but not for impact. You communicate, but not effectively.
0: Well, thank you very much, Chikomo, for coming on board. And yes, we were covering the art of effective communication in leadership. And I hope you enjoyed. Uh, We hope to see you next, in our next episode. Ciao. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, keep pursuing your dreams, embracing new opportunities, and never stop investing in yourself. Together, let's make your career aspirations a reality.